I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern here, where I am currently residing on the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful parts unknown, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, but uh, as usual, this show is nationwide. It is worldwide. And hell, if the, if the aliens from billion light years away can get access to this, <laughs> so hello to them as well. But, of course, and, uh, with me, as always, is uh, we are, uh, what is it, binational? Not what is it called? International, excuse me. Uh, because uh, across the border, currently in about 74 feet of snow, is uh, <laughs> my favorite co-host, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm buried in snow. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm good. I guess Thank you guys you. got pretty, pretty, pretty good over there. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna start things right off because, as you guys know, we talk yep. about this every quarter. We're excited to have our guest here today because, first of all, it always brings our favorite Stacy Morris back into the to the, to the fold for a few hours. But yay! I always get this, and I always know when Nancy's on because the queue fills up early because people get here because they want to get their notes ready, they want to get the paper ready, because she's got so much information. She's got uh, so much credentials and so much uh, both, like, textbook learning and practical learning when it comes to eating and nutritious, uh, you know, lifestyles that we are so glad to have her every quarter, and she is a great asset to the show. And uh, we appreciate her coming on. So I'm going to bring on Stacy, and then Stacy can bring on Nancy, because she knows all the websites and social media and everything she's going to hit. So, of course, from StacyMorris.com, Ladies and gentlemen, our uh, our part-time co-host and one-time full co-host here at DDPRadio.com, Stacey Morris. How are you? Yeah, great to be back. Happy New Year, guys. Yay. Happy Hi, New Stacey. Year. And I'm doing great and, um, you know, surviving winter as best I can, drinking lots of tea and soup and all that good stuff. And I'm really excited to have Nancy back. Um, there's always... We could do a two to three hour show with Nancy because she's just, you know, endless information. Um, she's always researching. She always has the latest and the greatest. Um, and she busts through the, the myths of the diet industry and the, uh, some of the so-called healthy foods that are out there. She sees right through it. So, Nancy, we're so glad that you're here. Welcome back and Happy New Year. How are you doing? Great. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be with you all. Uh, um, oh, real, I just want to jump quick. right in because, yeah. Oh. Oh, I just want to say real Go quick. Go ahead, Mike. I, I know I say it every time, and it's not just a line, but um, Nancy's shows, the, the shows we do with Nancy, we actually have a breakdown of all the shows we do and the listens and the, 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 redown, the downloads and stuff, and all of the Nancy shows are the most returned to episodes because, like I said before, it's kind of one of those situations that you can listen through one time, you know, all the way through, but it is really all of the Nancy shows have multiple listens from a lot of the same people because they yeah. circle back around to kind of pick up information they missed on the first run. So if you are listening, don't forget that we have a whole archive of episodes with Nancy and Stacy on with us that you guys can go yeah. back and pull from, um, and people often do. So that's a great resource there to have on the DDP radio archives as well. True. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I do the same thing. I have to go back and re-listen. Because Me there's too. always so much, so much to uh, to retain and to record. 
Um, but Nancy, you know, I know we, we talked ahead of time about a few topics we wanted to cover, um, including your nine steps to a healthier you, which is a program you offer. And that's on your website, nancyguberti.com, of label reading and ingredients. Um, and I think that's, that's such a great place to start because a lot of people, when they think I've got to eat healthier or I want to eat healthier, um, they start to shut down a little bit because they think deprivation yep. and, oh, I'm going to be missing out. And that, that is a very kind of an intimidating way to look at it if you're thinking about what you can't have. But it's more, I like the focus of what can I do that's really good for me? What will serve me best? What ingredients are, are best for me? And um, I think that's just a, a much more rational way to approach eating healthy. So I'll let you, you know, take the floor, and, and I'm, we might have a few questions from, from listeners. I know somebody sent you some questions too, Nancy. So however you want to flow it, um, you've got the floor. Great. Okay. Well, again, it's always a pleasure. So let's get started because there's so much to discuss and decipher. Um, I would say first, you know, if we – to start off, um, anyone who's listening or going to listen, you know, that's a great step because my big thing is to empower others to become their best health advocate and to learn and not just take status quo, but to ask the questions that one needs to ask. And I will say, you know, after doing functional medicine testing for 18 years, I have seen patterns and there is patterns in the results as well as the health conditions that people present. The problem with food and nutrition is you can eat something that is purely toxic unless you have an anaphylactic reaction, meaning you swell up and, you know, it could be near fatal um, and you need an EpiPen. You're, you may not make the correlation that this food is making you feel horrible. And right. you may not make the correlation that this food is building up toxins that can cause degenerative diseases. So when we go over um, what I like to call the good, the bad, and the ugly of nutrition, we'll talk about like good nutrition. I want you to really make that connection of you know, how does this food impact my short-term as well as long-term health? So if you guys are part of, you know, the DDP yogurt and you're doing your exercises, you got that down. But are you looking at the, really, the fundamentals of your lifestyle that put all the pieces together that really um, will impact negatively or positively your health, and really then that goes into your happiness, your productivity, um, going beyond the daily um, routine and really working on your passions and your purpose in life. So, um, you know, I, I want to dive into this but really explain why it's so important for you to become your best health advocate. So when we look at how are you fueling your body, you really want to focus in on good foods, right? And like Stacy had mentioned, I mean, if anyone follows her on Instagram or, you know, picked up any of her cookbooks, you will see that you can eat foods that are delicious as well as nutritious. And, you know, that's what I always put on my Instagram pictures. I always say, you know, nutritious and delicious. It's actually not cardboard anymore like it was. So you have to really look at food in a way, what is this going to do for me? And I always recommend on every show I've been on here, so it's like a broken record, keep a food journal. I, I want you, if you could do anything for yourself this year, Definitely keep a food journal so you see the patterns of how the food makes you feel. So 
if we look at food, we want to eliminate a toxic food. Well, what is that? Well, you know, unfortunately, a toxic food is something that is not organic because it is sprayed with pesticides or it's non-GMO, so it's not genetically modified, or it doesn't have glyphosate. And if you don't know what glyphosate is, go to my website and um, there is a whole free educational series on what glyphosate is, and that's a really strong pesticide that actually goes into your fat cells and stays there. So um, there are food, there's a whole list of what the foods are high in that, um, and just to, you know, um, give you insight into Cheerios is the number one food that's very high in this pesticide. So we want to try to get foods that are not toxic. Um, that's one thing. We want to go away from anything artificial. Artificial coloring has been linked to attention deficit disorders, focus issues, mental clarity issues, mood, um, and, and uh, lots of other issues. We want to look at our sugar. So, um, and I know that Stacy has mentioned this many times, you know, don't go off of sugar cold turkey because that may be really hard for you. But what you can do is start to minimize it. We should only have 21 grams of sugar a day. So start to get there. You may be surprised how much you're consuming now. It may be 150 to 200 grams. And why do we want to not overload ourselves with that? Well, we can get diabetes. Um, we can feed cancer cells. It can definitely feed candida, affect our mood, our energy, and it's a vicious cycle. We'll constantly want to eat that and we'll go to that sugar when we get tired. Um, we want to look at if you are eating meats, you want to look for grass-fed, grass-finished. You want to stay away from antibiotics because that is going to affect your gut. That will affect your weight management and your weight loss issues. That will also affect your mental health. Um, you want to determine if there is any foods that make you sluggish. So people are like, okay, so then what does that mean I eat? Look for single ingredients, you know. So interesting enough, you know, if you look at chicken or steak and what? A vegetable, right? Those are single ingredients. They're not processed. And you can cook them in a way where they're very tasty, right? Look at how you are balancing your meals. I think people forget to balance because we haven't heard about it. It's, it's the basic. Um, it's something that we could do very easily, but we just don't. And like if you go to a restaurant, you see that they serve bread and they want to fill you up on bread. But what is that doing for you? So ask yourself that really important question before you consume something. Say, what is this going to do for me? Is it going to give me energy? Is it going to give me um, nutrients for my hair, my skin? Or is it going to go to all my problem spots? And then ask yourself, is it worth it? Is the food worth it or are you worth it? How do you feel after you eat that? You know, so we also have to go into mindful eating and our mindset. So our mindset that you're more important um, and, and all of these things really matter. With food labels, many people ask questions about food labels because there are so many things like there's organic, there's natural, there's free-range, grass-fed, grass-finished, farm-raised fish, conventional, locally grown, and then GMO. So organic has its own levels in itself, right? Um, it's USDA organic. It could be 100%. It could be um, just so that's the one that we want to go first with. Um, then organic could be 95 to 99%. Um, then it could be made with organic ingredients, so that's going to be less, 70 to 94%. And then other, you see, um, usually less than 
8%. And this not only applies for our food, but it applies for our personal products that actually say that. So we want to look at also where is something grown. If it's, if it's, is it grown in China? Do they have different rules and regulations? When it gets shipped, do they fumigate it? Um, these are the things we want to keep in mind. So then people will say, well, how about locally grown? I'm going to go to the farmer's market and get the food there. The problem is if it's locally grown, you need to talk to the farmer, who usually is at the farmer's market, at least the ones um, over here on the East Coast. So you would ask them, are you organic or are you using pesticides? And they'll, they'll let you know. Some of them will say, yeah, well, we're organic, but we haven't gone for the certificate yet. Or no, we use the regular pesticides. So if it's locally grown and it's conventional, full of pesticides, it really is not good. You would want to opt for either growing it yourself or going for the organic or at least the non-GMO. Um, Non-GMO, though, that means not genetically modified organisms, that could be loaded with glyphosate. So that's why I highly recommend you go to the Nancy Gaberti website, sign up for that free um, email series to understand what this is. And glyphosate was first introduced as similar to liquid um, Drano, uh, which we know is pretty toxic, and then it was introduced as an antibiotic, and then it was introduced as the pesticide insecticide. And if we look at the Cheerios, for example, you could read the label, and it will say non it doesn't contain genetically modified ingredients, so that means it's non-GMO, and you're thinking, I'm doing the right thing. But it does not say it's loaded with glyphosate because it's not a lore. They, the, these companies do not have to tell you, the consumer, that it is loaded with this toxin that is linked to cancer, linked to ALS, MS, linked to degenerative and neurological diseases. So it's a big problem. The only way to get around that is if we go for organic, but when it comes to oats, there has been some cross-contamination even in the organic. So I would opt for other things than if you wanted a nice oatmeal, um, unless you went for the brands that definitely were um, tested for this, and there are the brands that were, um, if you went for those, or I would recommend getting chia seeds organic. I mean, Trader Joe's even offers them if you have one near you. Usually they have, you know, better pricing. And you could warm them up. I like to warm up so delicious unsweetened organic coconut milk and then add in a third of a cup of the chia seeds I personally like to use organic stevia. Um, there was research that shows that this herb actually can kill the bacteria um, for many Lyme patients. So there's a lot of benefits for that, and it does not raise your blood glucose level. You just don't want to get any processed one. You have to get the whole leaf. So um, that's something that I want you to be aware of. Free range. Um, is better than conventional, and then we go grass-fed and grass-finished. So if you're having any animal protein, if it says grass-fed, they actually can feed the animal the last two months corn and soy, and now again we don't know if that's full of glyphosate. Um, and grass-finished means that the animal only ate grass the way nature intended them to, and that's that's the better way. And if it's organic grass finished, then you know that what they were eating was not sprayed with any toxins, um, like on where they were getting their grass. So that's important. Um, those are some of the labels that I would definitely want you to look at. And another thing that I would want you to look at are if you are taking supplements, Many times people are like, oh, I'm taking this supplement. I'm like, okay, that's great. But have you looked at the additional ingredients? Because that's where they can put the corn or the soy 
um, by saying maltodextrin. That's where you can see, and I see this a lot in prenatal vitamins, will have Mm -hmm. the color blue, the color yellow, uh, titanium dioxide. First of all, we don't need colors in our supplements because that's a carcinogen. And think about it's prenatal. So, you know, I want you not to be overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, What I want you to do is take one step at a time. Either go after your breakfast and really rehaul that or look at that and keep your food journal. Then go after your lunch and look at that and keep your food journal and see how you feel. Then go and look at your dinner. Then go look at your snacks. And most importantly, stay hydrated. So many people don't stay hydrated, and then they go and eat instead of hydrating. We need to hydrate with water um, because, you know, we even have 22% of water in our bones. We need water. We don't need Gatorade. Um, And if we do that, that really helps. Would you say, uh, do you have a minimum amount that you like to recommend to you know, to clients uh, in terms of water? So that's I know a great you say question. listen to your body, but but there has to be some sort of minimum because right. I, I think right. most people don't get enough. Right. So so when it comes to water, it depends on a few things. It depends on our activity, right? So if we are um you know, if we are exercising a lot, we're gonna need more Uh, water than um, someone who isn't. There are some calculations where you can look at your weight um, and then you can multiply by two-thirds and then look at your activity level. So if we look at, um, if you, you know, look at your weight, right, um, you know, so a 200-pound man and a 100-pound woman requires different amounts of water. So you want to multiply your weight by two-thirds or 67% to determine how much water to drink on a daily basis. So, for example, if you weigh 175, you would multiply that by two-thirds and you would determine that you need about 117 ounces of water a day. Now, if you look at your activity level, um, if you're looking at your activity level, you would adjust that accordingly. Um, They always say that you add about 12 ounces of water to your daily total for every 30 minutes you work out. That's a lot of water, and I must say, I'm a, people that I talk to, um, they're not drinking enough water. Now, on the on the other side, if you drink way too much water, you can flush out your electrolytes. So. Right. There's some things that you can add, like if you want to add lemon and apple cider vinegar to your water, you know, some people put a pinch of um, salt into their, you know, it's the pink salt that they'll put in. So it would be a lemon, um, It and I would, you know, recommend using the actual lemon. Some people are into all these... Um, oils where they just take like the lemon oil. But I would say go with what nature is all about. So let's get a lemon and squeeze half of it into the water. Um, I like Bragg's uh, apple cider vinegar. You could start off with a teaspoon if you want to add a pinch of salt. Some people will do a splash of coconut water. That's a great electrolyte Um, drink in itself it's very replenishing and that will also help you not to wash out your um, electrolytes if you're just drinking way too much water so this is where it's all about balance Um, it's also about if you're eating foods that are high in sodium then you're going to retain water as well Um, and they always say that (laughs) i see a lot of these posts that say um 
you know, if you want to avoid drama, just keep drinking water all day because you're so busy running to pee that you have no time <laughs> to get caught up in everybody else's drama. I mean, what's great about water is that it will keep you regular. Um, it will um, flush out your body, uh, flush out toxins, as well as um, for your skin and your hair. Um, and it can help with uh, headaches as well and energy levels. So I, a lot of people complain they don't like water. Again, try lemon, try the uh, apple cider, um, pinch of salt if you want. I love to add powdered wheatgrass. Um, that's one of my favorite drinks is adding powdered wheatgrass with a splash of mm. apple cider vinegar um, and then even just a little bit of stevia. So you could try Real different quick. things to drink. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, I wanted to, to uh, say this to you real quick um, while you're there. When I when I first started, you know, trying to eat healthy at all in my life, I would literally gag trying to drink water. Like the plainness of it all was just it would make me like almost like you know trigger my gag reflexes. And it took a while for me to get uh, you know kind of used to water. And I'm I'm so in love with it now that like I, I have a flavor drink with me in a in a water and I probably fill my water four times for every sip I take of my flavor drink. But Katie got an app, and this isn't an official endorsement of DDP yoga or anything like that, but uh, she got an app that for people who aren't used to taking, drinking water regularly, if you're one of those people, it sets goals to kind of get there gradually because um, sometimes when you're not a water drinker, I know Katie was really struggling with that at work, trying to take sips in between you know patients and stuff. But um, And then she tried to drink what she was supposed to, like, you know, what they told her her ideal water was, and she was all day long in the bathroom. Like, you can't – it's hard to go from nothing to try to drink your daily goal and, like, function as a human mm-hmm. being during that day. So it actually sets you up with what your ideal water is, and it sets a goal of how you can, like, you know, build up to hydrate yourself properly. I, I'll um, I'll have to text Katie in just a second. She's in the other room and find out what the app is. But it was really helpful for her, and now she's actually – consuming water on a regular basis, which she's never done the entire time I've known her. She wasn't, like, one of those people that was cranking water, and she feels so much better. And, and so, you know, I don't know if people realize the benefits of drinking water. I mean, it increases brain power, provides energy. It promotes healthy weight, um, flushes out the toxins. It, it, it's great for complexion, regularity. It boosts your immune system. So even if it's cold and flu season, it's a great thing to, you know, keep drinking your water because you do actually um, help uh, push all of that out while boosting the immune system. It regulates your body temperature. Lots of women also who are having hot flashes, you know, if you uh, just have a little bit more water too as well because we want to help regulate and not get into that full-blown. Um, it improves the heart health. Um, and then what dehydration does, it affects your mood negatively. Um, it reduces your cognition and motor skills. It makes you sensitive to pain. It affects your memory. I mean, so something as simple as that, um, you know, to drink more water. And, and that, Mike, is a great, um, great tip is to, you know, everything is to go at it slowly and then just keep increasing until you find your happy place. You know, so like we mm-hmm. can take all of these calculations, take your weight, divide it, you know, by this and this mm-hmm. and then add these ounces and everything else. But once you are in tune with your body and keeping the food journal starts that, once you listen to your body and you become your best health advocate, then it doesn't matter what the calculations say, you know, you know, uh, what works best That's- for you. That's so important. I, I got to say this to you. you uh, a few months ago, you came on, and you were, we were we were talking about listening to your body. And I, you know, it's one of those terms that's thrown around so much in like the weight and fitness industry that it kind of goes through your head because it's just, you know, rolls off the tongue. Listen to your body. But we had a conversation a few months back where you really taught me how to get in touch with how I was feeling after I was eating certain things, and I had had you know certain issues like stomach issues and cramps after eating. 
And it, it really is one of those situations that if you just take a few minutes after every meal and analyze how you're feeling, you can really cut out the things that are toxic to you. And I, I just want to say that when you, when you mention that real quick, that, you know, listening to your body, it, it's, it's, it's always a saying that's thrown around, but it really is one of those situations that if you analyze yourself after your meal, and I learned to cut out things that were kind of negative for me, and, and I feel better in the process. So it's, I, first of all, I, I thank you for that. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, even, you know, talking about the water, you know, we hear so much, um, you know, through television or radio or TV or books through the, you know, these sayings that are kind of, you know, go through the diet industry and health industry. Um, also water. I remember water for years. They'd say, are you really hungry? Maybe you're just dehydrated. And I'd always say, oh, that's bullshit. I, I know when I'm hungry. I know what dehydration is. I know when I'm thirsty. But it's one of those things that if you actually chug a bottle of water, you know, when you're hungry, you realize you're not hungry. So a lot of these things that we've constantly heard for years, we, we, we say them, but we don't actually internalize them. But when you actually go back to basics and really just think about the process and the basic, you know, that we know about ourselves and listening to our body and listening to these, you know, age-old, you know, <laughs> sayings, they really resonate all over again when you kind of learn to re-internalize them. You know, yeah. you think and you think about it, right? Like when people will say, oh, before you go into a party or before you go out to eat, have some have some water or have some chicken broth. You know why? Because you're filling up your stomach, right? And if you feel full, and you can, you're not going to eat as much. Um, and it will also help move things along because so many people do not, you know, they're not regular. And that is the end of digestion. So that's where listening to your body um, is another part. Of, and the reason why I say it so much is for, you know, 18 years I've been hearing when people don't feel well. And I'm like, well, what changed? What changed from your regimen? And people right away would say nothing changed, right? Not because we're in denial, but there's just, if we're not being mindful, we think nothing changed. And then once we sit down and we break it down, we see, oh, there was a lot that changed. Or, you know, yeah, we, oh, we stopped. Oh, that's right. Why did I stop that? Oh, I've been busy at work. Or I've been mm-hmm. busy with the kids. And then it all comes together. So it really, right. it's all about awareness. You know, my my son always likes to say that um, we have to be alert, awake, to be alive. And I always say, oh, my God, that's the three A's. Yes, alert, awake, and alive. And and that's being mindful. Um, And I will say, whenever you see anything that says artificial anything, you don't want it. High fructose corn syrup. You don't want it because that actually has mercury in it. That's how they process it. Anything that has um, the BVO, brominated vegetable oil, you know, you don't want that. So if you don't know what this ingredient is, then you don't want it. And that you will get with processed anything. So go back to those single ingredients. Like, you know, chicken, chicken, eggs. That's a single ingredient. And then if we could go free-range or organic, um, that's all the better. Um, But that's really key when it comes to food. I will say, you know, I'm so passionate about this. Um, I've um, every uh, once a month, so it's going to be every Saturday, the first Saturday of each month, I'm going to be doing a presentation in my um, it's a private Facebook group. It's just total wellness um, empowerment, and you can um, just become a member. And every Saturday, the first Saturday of each month, so every month, um, so the next month is going to be about the good, the bad, the ugly, because there is, like Stacy said, we could talk about this for hours. There are so much information, and, um, you know, there will be the slides so you could actually see what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're mm-hmm. visual learners. Um, that's one thing. Another thing is, you know, I've, Stacey and I have been on a podcast 
um, and she offers amazing information. So, you know, if people are commuting or they are listening um, even around the house, you know, come listen to the podcast because there's the information is available. And then if you make it a non-negotiable item that you want to become your best health advocate and learn all about this, because the food companies are not in your best interest. Um, no. You know, we'd love for you to listen and learn so you can live a healthier lifestyle. And that's what it's all about. So mm-hmm. really looking at your foods, how your body is, staying hydrated. You got the exercise down. You know, it always amazes me when someone is exercising, but then they go to a diner and they eat food that could be toxic. And that could be an issue because the free radicals are really um, floating inside the body even more. And if we can't detoxify then we encapsulate them and we can uh we could feel you know you don't understand like oh i'm exercising why am i not feeling optimal well we're not looking at all the factors and i know that um we did get a question about about uh the question was getting when to get tested for micronutrient deficiencies that may not present in an obvious manner, Um, and then opinion on taking supplements, vitamins, without actually measuring a deficiency. Um, And just to address that. Yeah, for for listeners who aren't familiar, because you are, you know, your, your forte is functional medicine. And that is all about how the body's operating. And you really can't fully tell without this particular test. And and it's called an organic acid test. And that tells so much about what's what's working and what's not. So, um, yeah, so what, what is that for people who don't know what it is? Right. So so this comes from a standpoint of, okay, if I go for my annual physical and I get a CBC, which is a complete blood count, that's great. It's going to show gly, uh, the, your glycose. It's going to show cholesterol, white blood cells. You know, it, it's going to show some things, right? But it's not going to show if your body is functioning. So, Yet, if you do a non-invasive first morning urine test, it's going to show 74 markers. So to answer this individual's question, as far as, um, you know, when to get tested to see if you have deficiencies that wouldn't show in an obvious manner. So it's not going to, these deficiencies, if you're deficient in vitamin C or glutathione, Vitamin C converts into glutathione. Glutathione is the major antioxidant protection. It's a shield. Um, If we don't have that, we are vulnerable to degenerative diseases, our immune system's out of whack, and then this test will also show, can the detoxification pathways work? Can I push out the toxins? Hey, I'm not eating organic. You know, I don't judge anybody. I'm just trying to help. So if a person comes in, I had a person come in and said, I don't eat anything organic. Okay, that's fine. You know, I, I don't feel good. You know, it's been years. It's been about 20 years. I haven't felt good, and most people just live with it, okay? And I want, I've been, I believe I've been exposed to mold. I'll give you an example, right? And then I just, you know, I'm feeling really, uh, my brain isn't working like it used to. I can't lose 20 pounds, okay, and I can't get out of bed. So we do this test. And I was blown away because the level of glyphosate and pesticides in this person's body was 10 times where the high level is. And then I I look at the organic, and that's a toxin Mm -hmm. profile. Then I look at the organic acid test, and I say, well, but this makes perfect sense. This person cannot detoxify. This person doesn't have 
the nutrients to assist that detoxification. So these are the tests that I've been analyzing for 18 years and see a pattern. And it doesn't matter what the condition is. These tests are so insightful. So the way a person goes and gets a CBC on a yearly basis is the way they should be running this test because there is no other way currently to determine if there are nutritional deficiencies. And then, then you know what supplements to take. As opposed to, I always say, multivitamin has a little of this, a little of that. It's like guesswork, and they just throw it there. But I may not need that. Say you need B6, or say you need this glutathione. Then that's what we should focus on. But there is one one <laughs> supplement that I would recommend to everyone, and that's a probiotic. A quality probiotic mm-hmm. is going to help your gut. And the gut, remember, we all think about that for our abs, but the gut is the core of our health. Our serotonin is there. Our, and why is that important? That helps our mood. That helps with our food intolerances. Our immune system is there. So the, there are neurotransmitters, there's um, chemical messages that go the gut to the brain. There's a gut-brain immune system connection. We should really be taking a quality probiotic, but not one made on milk or soy, not one mm. containing maltodextrin, not one that's not refrigerated. And there are so many strands of probiotics. I On my blog, I have several... Um, post there about probiotics because there are certain ones you want to stay away from, like the streptococcus one. You don't want that, (laughs) especially if you're vulnerable to that. Um, We saw research that that's not good. So there's only a few strands that you really need, but it has to be quality. That I would say across the board, I've really never met anyone who did not need that. No matter, I mean, you'd have to like have, you know, people are like, well, what about yogurt and what about fermented foods and sauerkrauts mm. and superfoods? I know, Stacy, we talk about superfoods. Um, some of yeah. these are trendy, you know, and you got to stay away from the trends. So. Uh, to answer the question, I would say do it annually, and then um, if you go to a pra- – I, I know some practitioners that do it but don't know how to interpret it or read it or, you know, you really want someone to look at your medical history, intake forms, and then customize a regimen that fits that. And I would highly recommend – I always recommend this – only implement one thing at a time. So if we need to change the food – Change that first. Like I said, go for breakfast first, then lunch, dinner, snacks, water. Then go for, after you get your test results, add one supplement at a time so you can watch and monitor how you feel so you can feel the difference. Yeah, I think it's so crucial to take things in steps um, for a lot of reasons. So you don't, number one, you don't want to feel overwhelmed. Uh, you want, you know, when I started this new way of living 10 years ago, I just took one thing at a time um, because I was so tired of the all or nothing diet philosophy where you just, you're either all in or you're all out. And I realized that's not true. I can work on one little thing at a time, get comfortable with it, and then move on to something else. And that's, that's why I really, I really click with your philosophy, Nancy, because it's not trendy. It's not all or nothing. It's very, very rational. It's definitely science-based. I love research. I love science. And, I mean, these were the tests that were uh, really instrumental in healing my son's body. So, um, and they just improved through the years. They've added so many um, so many different markers. So uh, it's really, it's. I'm just happy that I was uh, introduced to it and can actually offer it. Yeah. 
It surprised me about my body because I, this is an example of what it can tell you. You know, everyone's, one of the big trends, it still is sort of trendy, is healthy fat. And so I would load up on coconut oil because I'm like, well, that's, that's plant-based. It's got to be healthy. And when I got this test, I discovered that my liver is not really, it's not processing fat very well. And it was it was upping my cholesterol, so it didn't matter if it was coconut oil, or or whatever. Um, I had to start to tr- you know a different approach. Um, so you can't just assume that all healthy foods are good for you if your body's not no. assimilating it properly. So I, I'm really glad that I um, invested invested the money in this test because I know it's saving me from future probably future, uh, you know, headaches and problems internally. Yeah, and that's a good point. So, you know, and I and I do see this a lot. So, like, there was um, there was several books that came out that said, oh, you got to eat all fats, eat all fats. And then people were saying, I'm eating this, but I don't feel good. And you're like, okay, so that's where mm-hmm. we have to go back to, you know, go slow, who's writing this? Like, they're not writing it for you. It can't be across the board that everybody's going to do well with this. Um, there are certain things, like water, yeah, um, we need it. It's fundamental. You know, again, our eyes have water, uh, our bones, <laughs> um, so we need that, right? Um, the gut, that's our core, so we have to make sure it's good. And if we're eating um, the American diet way of eating or eating any processed food, it's throwing off our good bacteria. It's depleting it. The minute we're on an antibiotic, it's depleted it. Um, and if we're having any dairy that is not organic, we're getting antibiotics in us. That's why there is a huge antibiotic resistance. So that's where I would say probiotics are so important, especially when we're imbalanced. Um, Very few are ever not imbalanced. And then people will say, well, what about fermented foods? Or what about all these other drinks? But they can actually... Um, hurt as well. So you have to look at what's going on. Like I, I saw on YouTube, some guy was talking about this, all these superfoods, mushrooms and, you know, this and that. And, oh, this is the, you know, well, what he was having this YouTube because he was selling this product. It was his own powder. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like half of those things, how are they, what is the, what they derived from? So you have to look at that, too. You know, usually when they're amazing uh, claims, <laughs> you know, you want to back off <laughs> and then just try it yeah. yourself and go slow. Yeah, you That's see, what uh, I would recommend, uh, Nancy, too. Nancy, I, I love how you put that, first of all. Um, so many things. I, I know that I lived in this world, and I know, Stacey, we've talked about this as well. You know, you lived in this world, uh, the... Uh, you know, you're so full of all this information. You've got, you've got all this history of, of studying all this stuff, but you didn't just listen to some podcast one night and then suddenly have it figured out. This came to you over years and years and years of fine-tuning your own research, weeding out the good stuff, you know, retaining the good, you know, the bad stuff, uh, you know, weeding out the bad stuff, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you accumulated this over time, and, and I, 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 I picture the person – who's tuning in for the first time tonight. And I always try to think of this when I'm, when I'm doing the show and there's so much coming at them. They just wipe their hands and say, I could, I can't, I can't even follow this. I don't know what I'm doing. And I just want to stress because that was such an important point that I know we were talking about earlier is the ability to, to just take some time and take some time to learn little pieces and, and, suddenly one piece connects to another piece and suddenly you're putting together a puzzle. But it is a long process to kind of really understand the world that we live in when it comes to nutrition and health. My biggest detriment when I lost weight and gained it back was that I didn't know how to, I had to either make health my life or I was out. It had to be my life. It wasn't a part of my life. I had to obsess over everything and every little detail. And that was ultimately my downfall because if you're doing this right, it should be an accompaniment. It should it be a, 
a improvement of your life. It should make things run easier. It shouldn't consume you. And I just picture the person listening to this, and there's a lot to pull in. And I just want to stress that there's so much information out there, but you don't need to have all of it right now. You just need to take things and fine-tune your body and fine-tune your diet and your workout and your exercise and having resources like nancygeberti.com and spacingwars.com where you can go and find a recipe and try out one recipe. And then if you like it, keep it. If not, try something else. There's a lot of trial and error in this, and it can be overwhelming, but it doesn't need to be all-consuming. It can be a great uh, accompaniment to your life. It doesn't have to consume you. Exactly, and that's why, you know, if we break it down, for anyone listening for the first time, if we break it down into simple steps, one, get moving. So if you're doing the exercise, you already accomplished goal one. Two, stay hydrated. So if you're not drinking enough water, try to drink an extra glass tomorrow and keep going until you find your happy spot. Three, do not overeat. So perhaps stop eating when you're 80% full because it may take a while, like 20 minutes, for your um, chemical messages to go from the gut to the brain to say you're full. Um, And then the next thing would be get restful quality sleep because your mind and your body and your mood need it. And that's when the body does housekeeping and it heals. The next would be avoid toxins in and on your body. So avoid the toxins in the food like I talked earlier. Look for, again, go for one meal at a time. Look for a cleaner alternative. Um, and, and then also, you know, it's always great to look at what you're putting on your body as well. The next would be stay positive and grateful. So I'm grateful that I did the first step. I went moving. I'm grateful I... Um, you know, did the exercising, that's how I got the movement. I'm grateful I drank that extra glass of water. I'm grateful that I'm keeping my food journal. I'm on the journey. You have, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be all in one, like Mike says, right? And then, you know, be mindful. So I don't know if that takes you to meditate. Some people think that you have to be, like, far out to do that. Or just be mindful, And being mindful could be as easy as keeping that journal of what you're eating and how you're feeling and being present in the moment. And then I would say words are very powerful. So to listen how you speak to yourself and others. Right. You know, spread good vibes. You know, look at yourself, even if you're not at the weight you want, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you're beautiful, you're handsome, and you're a work in progress. But talk positively. Again, I can't stress how powerful words are. And then be with like-minded people. Find a mentor. You know, I know Stacy does coaching. You're in a community with this, uh, the Diamond Dallas yoga people. Come on over to the Total Wellness Facebook group. I mean, stay with the like-minded. If you just think about all of these, you, you are going to be happier and healthier, um, and you are worth it. But you have to believe that you are worth it. We could tell you, but you must believe. And that goes back into, you know, the words you use when you look at yourself. You can do this. It's a journey. Absolutely. That's perfectly said. And it it does become second nature at some point. Like, it seems overwhelming at first, but once – these steps start getting part of your life. You start thinking about the process less, 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 and you start really just it becomes a part of you. And I want to stress that, especially to anyone who's just listening, because it can be overwhelming. But these steps, once you start incorporating them, they become routine. And and routine is, you know, the you know that's that's how long-term success is sustained. Arthur says that all the time. Once he made his uh, health part of his routine, and, and it became you know less constantly on your head and more just part of like you know the subconsciousness he really started uh you know seeing long-term results so i wanted to stress that as well because it can be overwhelming for people just starting and you want to focus on those steps but it does get easier and it does get more natural to just be this way instead of trying to constantly fight the battle uphill and like dallas always says 
sorry, Nancy. Um, Dallas yeah. always says that if you want something you've never had, then you have to do something you've never done. Exactly. You can't expect the same thing. <laughs> you right. can't expect right. different right. results <laughs> if you're doing the same thing. You know, and what Mike said about, you know, we have to, we go grocery shopping, right? So you're going to go shopping and just be more, you know, pick something else this time or look at what you're picking and why are you picking it, you know? So it does become second nature. Um, it all works out, but it's, it's better to try, and then if you um, don't hit your mark for that day, well, everything always looks better in the morning. So go to bed and then wake up and say something wonderful to yourself and try again. Um, right. And, and keep, keep at it, you know. Um, but it's true, and you have to, if you want something different, then you do, if you want different results, you have to do something different. And and just one step at a time. Make a list of the most important things you want to work on. And, you know, they say that if you write down your goals, I'm a big believer in this, you write down your goals, then you're going to check them off. That's going to give you a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment, and you're going to go to the next goal. If you don't write them down, you have no target. Like if someone says, I want to lose weight. Well, how much do you want to lose? Oh, I don't know. Or I want to make more money. Well, you know, I, Tony Robbins once said, you want to make more money? Here's 25 cents. You just made more money. You know, but no, what was the goal? So mm-hmm. if you want to lose weight, don't, you know, start with five pounds, ten pounds, and keep adding to it, you know, if the bigger picture is so overwhelming. So make it where you set yourself up for success and not failure. Uh, 100%, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Attainable goals. And, and you, exactly. you know, I had a friend here at GDP Yoga, Russ, who I love him, and he won't have a problem because I've told this a million times. But he used to come with me getting out of frustration and say, I got to lose 50 pounds this month. That's my goal. I'm going to do it no matter what. And then he'd set those goals so far apart that it was really, it could be hit, but it was very unlikely to be hit. And then when he'd come up short, it would just be one of those, you know, blocks that just knocked off his ego. And if you set yourself small goals at first and you start hitting those goals, it builds really confidence momentum. And it really is important to set those goals reasonable and small at first and work up to them because it really is just a building of uh, of just momentum in your ego and your confidence and happiness and self-satisfaction that leads to better and bigger goals. True. Exactly. It's very but, important. And well, Mike, we have, I love my, uh, Mike, you, you just, I just want to say, Mike, you gave out the perfect example of you. You gradually went from really disliking water to genuinely wanting to drink it and you gave it time. And, and that's what allowed the transformation to bloom. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Time it is. And honestly, I get anxious if I don't have my wallet and if I don't have my phone usually and I don't have my water bottle. If I leave house without them, <laughs> I almost get, like, anxious. It's it's one of those things that's just always <laughs> with me now. So, And you never would have I – I don't know that guy. He didn't exist a few years ago. So, you know, change is possible and, and enjoyable. But people always think of change sure. is some drudgingly, you know, uh, eventuality that I have to accept, but I couldn't live any other way now. So it's it's a good thing. But we have a minute 44 before they put us off the air. So uh, NancyGuberte.com, of course, thank you so much for coming on with us uh, once again. Thanks, we appreciate it as always. Welcome. And, uh, and Nancy works with people show. all over the world. You, you don't have to live near yeah. her. Just, just dial her up on the Internet and, you know, she can work with you from anywhere. It's great. Yeah, the internet has brought us all, all a lot closer, and uh, having that available is huge. So uh, thank you. And StacyMorris.com, as always, her uh, Clean Comfort series, Clean Comfort, Sweet Comfort, uh, I'll just shoot those books in general are will change and the way you think about clean eating. Thank you. And check out my website for some healthy uh, Valentine de- uh, desserts and chocolates. It's on there. Oh, I'm there. Uh, 43 <laughs> seconds, Crystal. 
you want to do you have yeah. time for a quote? I picture her like Jack Torrance covered in snow yep. right now. Yep, I'm the shining. I'm <laughs> Um, it's very appropriate for tonight. Just because you are struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Love it. Oh, I love that's it. Excellent. Perfect. So Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you, Nancy. Blake. Thank Thanks, you, Stacey, guys. for coming Thank back you. to us. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Crystal, Thank stay you. warm. We'll see you guys next week. Never give Thanks, up. See you guys. Thank you. DDPRadio.com. We're out. Check this Bye, out, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, he's in the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.